Hi everyone, welcome to the Trading Without Borders podcast and this is your host Tom Lee. So for today, I have some very interesting guests with me that are going to be sharing information about the AFCFT. So I have some members of the Global Shapers Alari Hub. They are here with me today, so we are going to be discussing about the AFCFT. They have their AFCFT Awareness Week coming up, so they are sharing information for youths in Africa and for generally for youths in Zimbabwe how you can take advantage of the opportunities that the AFCFT presents and what and how you can also address the challenges. So I have here with me, I have Tafatwa, I have Tanatsuwa and I have Panashi. I hope I got the rest. So they are going to be introducing themselves. But before they do that, they will say hello to you in their languages, each of them. So over to you. All right, so hello, I'm Tafaza. I'm going to go first. So I'm going to take a bit of, let me use slang. So I'm going to say Wadi. Okay, thank you, Tafaza. So let's, uh, is it Panache or who's going to take the next uh, one? Oh, Panache, let, let me go second. Uh, so... I'm gonna also use play. I'm gonna say Wadi Wagwa. And what does that mean for we that don't understand that? <laughs> oh, I just like saying hi, you know, but uh, it's so, just like. Okay, so how do we respond then? So if I'm going to respond uh, to it, what do I say? You just say Wadi Wagwa. You just walk, 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 walk. Wadi Wagwa. Hi, hi. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, thank you. And so, Tanat Sua, you go next. Okay. Um, Masura say, Moroi. Yeah. So, basically, Masura say means uh, good afternoon. Moroi, uh, how are you? And then, Boere, are you okay? Yeah. Thank you. So, how do I respond to that if I was going to respond to <laughs> Okay. Um, like, uh, Good afternoon. Masera uh, say Dasquera. Masquera. So yes, Dasquera Masquera. Oh. And then uh, Moroi. Moroi, you can just say Moroi. It's fine, no problem. And then uh, Boere, you can just say Bo. If you are okay. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you very much. So I'm sure the listeners are learning for we that are not from Zimbabwe. At least we've learned something this afternoon. Okay, so thank you very much. So we are going to be looking at our topic is a blueprint for a brighter future for African youth. So I'm going to be getting Tanatsuwa to go first. He's going to speak to us. So how can the AFCFT be used to create a brighter future for young people in Africa. So Tanatswa, can you go first on that? Okay, uh, thank you so much, Mongbora. Uh, so basically, one thing that we have to understand about the FCFJ is that it is an ambitious and landmark agreement that aims to create a single market for goods and services in Africa with free movement of people and the capital. Um, it has a, a great uh, potential to boost intra-African trade uh, industrialization um, 
economic um, diversification, um, development, as well as the creation of regional value chains. Uh, so for young Af- Africans, um, you know, we are the biggest uh, demographic uh, dividend with over 60% of Africans being uh, between 15 and uh, 35 years old. Um, so for us, the AFCFTA can offer many opportunities to access to markets or new markets, um, increase uh, our income, um, enhance our skills, as well as participate in um, regional economic uh, value chains. So um, there's a research that was done by the United Nations uh, Development Program in 2022, um, which uh, argues that the AFCFTA can uh, can create or help uh, young people to address some of the challenges that they face, including uh, unemployment, um, poverty, uh, inequalities, and uh, social exclusion. As you know, that there is a protocol that is specifically meant for young people and women. Of course, I am critical about that. You'd say that the problems that are being faced by women and youth are different, but at least there is, it is there. There is no any trade agreement that has created that uh, so far in the whole world, not only in Africa. So, when you are now looking at the specific um, ways in which the FCFJ can help us as young people, um, you can understand that uh, there are different ways that can be done and they are stipulated um, in the in the protocol that was created uh, for women and youth in trade. I think um, the next uh, segment uh, will be addressed by Panache in that regard. Thank you very much, Anatra. And one thing that you have mentioned, which every, I think every young person in Africa should know is that there is a protocol that is specifically um, that is specifically prepared to address um, the youths and the women in Africa. So that's what so we're looking at. And you've also mentioned areas from um, research carried out to create. You're going to address unemployment, social um, inclusion, and the rest. to also open increase of skills and to access help youths to access new markets within um, the African region. So I'm moving on to Panache. Can you just um, let us know the specific ways that the AFCFC will help in getting jobs, starting new businesses, and help the youths to generally achieve their goals? Thank you. Okay, uh, thank you very much, Mokwila. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to talk about how like, the specific ways in which the uh, African continent of research earlier can um, help young people in specific. Uh, so I want us to look at our African population uh, in terms of how many young people are there in Africa. And if you uh, see we have about 50 percent uh, of young people, young people who are under the age of 25. And already, you know, when people are young, they are asking themselves questions like, what's going to become of me? What am I going to do with my life? What is it that I want to achieve in life? What is it that I want to venture in? And the African continent of uh, free trade area has the potential to provide several opportunities for these young people. I mean, this is the percent, you know, in terms of job creation, entrepreneurship, and also help them achieve their goals. So looking at the aim of the 
after it aims to promote intra-African trade, right? And young people, how can young people now benefit from this, you know, agreement? Uh, let's look at how, in terms of entrepreneurship and business startup. So I think it can provide a conducive uh, environment for young entrepreneurship to to start and grow their business. You know, with this uh, agreement, young people will have a larger market and reduced trade barriers. And also, it can give us an opportunity uh, to expand in our customer base. Imagine right now I'm in Zimbabwe and my products, I sell them to people who are in Botswana or even in Rwanda. And that flexibility in the market can help us maximize in terms of um, you know, in terms of our business with young people. And also it gives us like access to a wider range of resources and inputs. For example, I might want to design a certain um, thing and the material that I need there in Botswana uh, or Lesotho, right? So I, I might need now to go over there to it will be easier for me since there will be reduced trade buyers. So I see this as an opportunity uh, for young people in terms who are in entrepreneurship and also in business startup. And also another thing is there is access to finance and support, right? So this uh, agreement can help young people access financial resources and support for their business uh, ventures. So what can I say? What, what am I saying? I'm saying it can help, you know, attract investment um, and funding from both domestic and international uh, sources, you know, that I'm able to even borrow um, or maybe to get a loan uh, from Angola, you know. So basically, that, that's one thing that we can uh, benefit as young people. And also, another thing that we, we can talk about, we can talk about how digitalization and technology, how can, how the Africa uh, can liberate technology and digitalization to empower young people and in, in their economic participation, right? So we all know that uh, digital platforms and economy and e-commerce can enable young entrepreneurs to reach uh, like their product uh, customer base and expand and overcome geographical barriers, right? So this program can also promotes the development of technology hubs and innovation ecosystem providing young people with access to resources mentorship and even collaboration so we are, we are talking about a range of things you know that can come through through the african continental free trade area we are saying that by reducing trade barriers and expanding market access uh, the African continental free trade area can stimulate industrial sectors thereby creating a demand for skilled workers. So, with our population of about 60% young people in Africa, this can result in the creation of new jobs, especially in sectors such as manufacturing, agriculture, and services, and digitalization. So, imagine a young Zimbabwean who just finished like is or degree or is looking for a job, it will be easier for them, you know, yes. 
to start a business in another area. So basically, that's how we can benefit, you know, as young people. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much, Panache. So he has mentioned, so if you're a young person listening, you can see he has mentioned different ways. He's also talking about digital, or you can also use um, digital um, facilities to get your trade across. If you're in Zimbabwe, you can sell to somebody else, whether in Western Africa, East Africa, Northern and Southern Africa. So that's what the AFCSA presents, the opportunities. And they are also, I know you say, let's say, oh, we don't have access to financing, but there are all there are various um, programs and initiatives being set up to ensure that youths also have access to finance if you want to expand your business and grow your business. Thank you very much, Panashi. So I'll just move on to one the next question to you as well. So, you know, yes, there are opportunities, but in the midst of the opportunities, there are also challenges. So what do you think um, the challenges are? How can the challenges be addressed to ensure that we can unlock the opportunities that the FCFC presents? Because if they, uh, they are, we know there are quite a number of us within the international inter-African trade space. There are quite a number of challenges. And even I've mentioned with respect to you to say funding and all that. So what all should be challenges? How should they be addressed so that the youths can really benefit from the FCFC? All right. Uh, thank you very much for your wonderful question. Yes, uh, there's some, you know, challenges that uh, that come with this, right? And uh, as young people, how can we ensure that um, we all benefit? So basically, uh, one thing that I've noticed, we have what we call our skills and education gap. So there's the need uh, to bridge the skills and education gap among young people in Africa in general. You know, what do I mean? They're saying, let's enhance access to quality education and vocational training programs that align with the needs of the job market. Uh, so, how can we keep our young people with the skills that are needed for them to be relevant to this, you know, opportunity? Yes, we are saying it's an opportunity for young people, you know, to explore, to try out new things. But we, as African countries, we have different education system. We, have, we are coming from different backgrounds. So how can we bridge that gap? How can we um, equip our young people with soft skills? So basically, that's what you want to to try to see these are some of the challenges that we are facing as African youth and also there's um, limited access to finance you know many young people in Africa face difficulties in affecting accessing financial to start or even expand their business so this is usually due to uh, limited access to capital high interest rates and lack of collateral you know so what what, what you need to to be addressed is to ensure that young entrepreneurs can take advantage of these uh, opportunities by providing but opportunities that are being provided by the uh, African continental free trade. So, Thank yes, you. A, a young people are there, but there's limited access to finance. And also, we talk about infrastructure development and also trade barriers and regular harmonization. Uh, so basically, those are some of the challenges that uh, young people are facing. Thank you for that. So it has also addressed, just like this, so we are not all here to talk about who oh, their benefits. We are also helping you, helping to highlight the challenges that needs to be addressed. And one of it is bridging the skills gap in education. 
So the final one we're going to do this. So what we have just done so far is just to like first because there are quite some people, the number of people that do not know what the AFCFT is about. So what we've done so far is just to help you give you an introduction of what the AFCFT is and what are the benefits and but then we'll now go proper into the program of the Global Shapers Arari Home in respect of AFCFTE. What are, what is the work doing? But before we get into that, let me just ask um Sanatsua one question. What role can young people play in shaping the future of the AFCFT? Just a quick question, then we'll move into the one Africa um, Global Shapers program Arari Global Shapers program. Thank you. Okay, uh, thank you so much, Mokona. Uh, like what um, uh, Tafatwa, uh, sorry, Panache has mentioned is that um, as a young people, we have the largest demographic uh, dividend with over 60%. So you have to understand that uh, as a young people, we are very energetic and we have um, an important role in shaping the future of AFCFTA and regional integration uh, at large. So uh, being um, active participants in the design, implementation, monitoring, evaluation of the AFCFT policies and uh, programs. We as a young people, we can voice our opinions, needs, expectations and recommendations on how to make the AFCFT work for ourselves. We can also hold our government um, um, accountable for delivering their promises under the AFCFTA. So, for example, uh, recently I've read about uh, the, 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 the released uh, Zambian implementation um, a plan. And it is the young people at the center stage. You, you understand? So, if the young people are at the center stage and they are clearly given the roles and they've actively participated in the drafting of this program, it means they can go back to the government and say, we said that this is what we want, and then why didn't you do that? So I think that is the major role that we can play, but only if we are included in the um, design and implementation, as well as the monitoring evaluation, the AFCFTA policies and programs. Of course, uh, we are also uh, the agent of age in our community and societies. So as agents of change, we can use our creativity, innovation, energy, and uh, passion to create positive impact through our businesses, initiatives, projects, and movements. We can also inspire other young people to join our us in pursuing this vision um, of the of the prosperous and integrated Africa under uh, the African continental free trade area. And then, uh, lastly, I think as young people, we are the ambassadors of the AFCFTA, and uh, and uh, in our networks, we can actually spread it over and through different platforms. Now, as young people, we can use um, our influences, uh, our social media reach and connection to spread awareness and information about the AFCFTA amongst our, our peers and uh, stakeholders. You understand, uh, for example, yes, you, as, as a young people, uh, you can look at uh, what um, us as a global shepherd actually doing. This is one of the initiatives that we can do. Uh, not uh, the 15% uh, the old people are doing, actually. 
uh, you realize that um, we are the one who are using social media, we are the one who are using TikTok, we are the one who are using um, Twitter and everything to raise awareness about the AFCFTA. Not an old person can do that. And, you know, through these social media platforms, even the older person are there, but they are not really um, as innovative as we are as young people. So I believe that it is actually our role to raise awareness, which is lacking. Uh, and increase it among us, uh, other people uh, through uh, snowballing as uh, uh, young people. So uh, basically, that is that is my belief, uh, and I believe that we have a greater role to actually play to, to, to play uh, using our creativity, our innovation, agent, uh, energy, as well as uh, this passion that we have that is being shown uh, by some of the young people. You know, there are different uh, platforms that are being used. You go, you see Ikoyaka. You go, you see um, FDF, you, you see um, Yauda, they are doing a lot of things around the African continent area. And these are just uh, innovations that were created by us young people to make sure that other young people in the marginalized communities are included uh, in the AFCFT. They are not uh, left behind, yet claiming our, our, our space um, and uh, position in ourselves uh, positively under the AFCFT. So, yeah, that is my belief, and I believe that this is uh, our contribution uh, as a young Thank you. Thank you for that. So, so you've heard what they have said, so you need to get involved, voice your opinion, your need expectations, also share recommendations. If it's when the government, it is when they begin to get a lot of all this today, they begin to put all this in as part of the design, that there are various initiatives out there as you have mentioned and even this podcast is one of it really like okay let's get people to be aware let's educate and um, advocate on the air so that we can all know what is it about so no one is saying oh i don't know what it's about there are various initiatives out there that are even being used through various social media platforms to educate people um, about the afcft so yes i'm um, leading on to that we are now going into the global shapers Arabi of their one Africa program. Yes, the global shippers are going to be having their AFCFT awareness week. So they are going to, we are going to be speaking more now in respect of what the global shippers is doing concerning the AFCFT. So you are going to, if you are in Zimbabwe, you need to take this and listen um, carefully and so that you also know that you are going to reach out if it's something, I think not if it's something, something you want to get involved, you want to prepare yourself, that is it. First question I'm going to be asking, and so Tafatwa is going to be speaking to us on this, what, um, what the One Africa Global Shapers is doing to raise awareness of the AFCFT among young people in Africa. If you recall, um, Tanatua had, men- had mentioned when we were speaking that that's when Global Shapers are rallying up there also doing so. Tafatwa will shed more light on this. So um, Tafatwa, over to you. But thank you very much. I think we can all agree that what was shared by Panache and Tanatio was a lot insightful of what it means for the blueprint for the future of African youth and what are the lacking components and what is the future and how it looks. So, basing on that, I'm just going to take you back on what the One Africa project is. So, as Global Shapers, we focus on addressing community needs that are around us and as the Harare Hub, one of the key points that we noticed and that we're focusing on solving is through the One Africa, where we understand and know that the population is young, but you do not understand what the upcafter is, 
the implementations and what it means for us. Because in all honesty, when the one Africa or when the Africa is going to be in full swing, it's going to be mainly the young people who are going to be at the helm of it. But realistically, very few people know and understand what it means. So at the One Africa Project, we're trying to bridge that gap through awareness. And coming back to your question is what we are doing as the One Africa Project to raise awareness. Well, for starters, we have this podcast that's going to reach a lot of people. Yeah, put that aside. Then we're also engaging with local agencies that are around Harare and Zimbabwe, such as the recent engagement with Zimbra. We also engaged with the Confederation of Zimbabwean Industry, where we were meeting with the CEO, and she was talking to the youth, where we gathered the youth around Harare. She was engaging with them at the high level on what the Confederation of Zimbabwe has in stock and what the youth have in stock and bridging the gap between the youth and the older generation on key policy inclusion, decision-making, and what it means for the youth. We're also hosting Media Weeks, as this is one of them, where we're going to be launching this podcast at the end of it. Through this Media Week, we're raising awareness on Afghafta and the implementations and the what it means for young people. So through that, we're going to be sharing information through posters, videos, mini videos, also through other engagements on TikTok, hosting webinars for young people so that they understand what the Africa is, where it's coming from, where it's going, how they can tap into the opportunities that are coming up to it. So I'm going to also go into what the Global Shapers is working for under the youths, what we have in plan. So the focus of the One Africa project is getting the youth's voices heard, interacting with organizations such as PZI, is getting our voice heard, our concerns heard, what we're thinking, what we have in mind, and also bridging that with what's already in place with the One Africa, with One Africa and Africa. We're also meeting these key industry leaders so that we are able to understand and tap into the opportunities that are out there. We do realize that looking at trade opportunities that are out there and the current countries that have started implementing AFCAFTA, only few people are able to tap into this, not because that it's not being implemented, but we lack the knowledge that is actually out there and we need to be able to utilize that. So, as the global shapers in one Africa, we really want to push forward to get people to know and to act on the Afghafta as the young people. Hey, thank you very much for that. So, for you in Zimbabwe, you heard what they have been doing. They've spoken, they are meeting the Confederation of Zimbabwe Industry the, to close the gap, bridge the gap between the youths and the older generation. So, they are also having the media with which this podcast is also part of it to raise awareness. There are different social media platforms, TikTok and the rest of it. Videos will also be put out. So, get yourself. So, it's more meeting key industry leaders. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, to have answered also that what are they working them sorry, what the orb is doing in respect of um, getting the AFCFT to work for the youths under the AFCFT. So I'll just quickly um, speak to Tanatswa. Um, can you just um, share what you are doing to promote youth participation in the AFCFT? So apart from getting youths to be aware, raising awareness and getting the AFCFT, so how can how, what are you doing to promote youth participation in the AFCFT? Tanatswa, can you answer that please? 
Oh, uh, definitely. Thank you so much, Omobola. Uh, uh, so basically, you know, the Mohan Africa Global Shepherds um, is a is a consortium uh, and a project uh, that we are undertaking. Um, we are actually doing several things to promote um, youth participation in the area of CFTA. And it's not only done uh, through that project, but also as individuals who are also taking initiatives uh, which represent uh, the greater interest of uh, the global shifts. So some of the things that we are doing in Lodown, providing training for young people on how they have CFTA opportunities and resources. This includes uh, providing uh, information, guidance, uh, tools, and support um, for young entrepreneurs and workers who want to trade and or invest under the AMCFTA. So one thing that we are doing, we are actually utilizing our social media platforms to ensure that uh, people can access uh, to the information because that is the major barrier that is being faced by young people. Um, is regarding to, to regional integration, not only at the AFCFJ level, but also at um, regional um, regional economic communities level that are wrecks such as Tajik, Comesa, EIC, uh, and so forth. And then we are also creating uh, platforms and spaces for young people to engage and interact with the AFCFJ uh, major stakeholders. Uh, this includes uh, Meet My Men uh, program that is going to come. Um, in the few months uh, to ensure that um, the people can actually meet, mix and mingle and uh, get to talk with their mentors and understand uh, what the AFCFJ is all about. So this this um, is done through uh, the facilitation of uh, dialogues, uh, consultations, feedbacks and collaboration between young people and the, um, and the important uh, decision makers and when possible we, we would also love to see people from uh, the Secretariat actually coming uh, to to give us uh, the information and also to consult young people on what they expect uh, the AFCFTA um, protocol on women and youth to, to include since it is something that is still under negotiation and of course the digital protocol we also want to see where the youth are fit in because of course the major players are in that um, and of course we are also empowering young people to take action and contribute with the uh, AFCFTA implementation and uh, monitoring um, this includes um, actually encouraging encouraging our own shepherds uh, and the young people to join uh, or start uh, their own uh, initiatives and projects that can support or complement the AFCFJ objectives and goals. Uh, you know, uh, the major problem that we have is people just know that there is AFCFJ, but AFCFJ is going to benefit you mainly these are the people in business. And that is what we are trying to promote to ensure that the shepherds also get involved in business share their ideas uh, and make sure that um, uh, they, they take in the African continent of the area. Um, we have um, also um, several um, meetings, like what um, my brother Tafato has mentioned, that we are going to take um, to initiate um, in, in the coming weeks and days to ensure that um, we share the AFCFTA information um, uh, across all media platforms so that we simplify it uh, to make sure that people uh, get to understand it. Of course, uh, in Zimbabwe, we also want to, to simplify it in terms of um, um, using our own languages to, to express what the AFCFJ is all about, because 
English is just a foreign language. And most, the majority of the people don't understand English. They understand their local languages that is Shona, Isindebele, Kosa, uh, and uh, other uh, teaching uh, languages uh, uh, that are official and other that are not recognized. So those are the things that we want to do. Those are the initiatives that we want to take so that we we'll make sure that uh, the young people do want Putting out some information and various languages. Okay, it's all because we want to simplify. Yes. Uh, so yeah, basically, I think um, that that's all. Those are some of the initiatives that we're taking. So let uh, we can move uh, to the next. Uh, Thank you for that. Um, I'm practically, yes, true about the fact that trying to put out information in various languages, you must admit that, which is like, it is carrying everybody along. So it's not just for the people that are educated. Uh, everyone is, there are people that are dealing with trade that are not primarily educated. So everyone, whatever way, if, even if they do not understand English, they can, from their languages, they're able to go put um, the body AFCT with different initiatives that they carried out under you all. So um, I wanted to ask that well, if young people want to join you, maybe I should first of all ask them, let them so Fadra, speak to us about opportunities that the youth should look out for under the One Africa project. Then maybe you would also speak about if they want to join, what are what and what are the requirements and so maybe we can take it up from there first. So Tafadra, can we speak to opportunities under the One Africa project? All right, so under the One Africa project, we have opportunities that are quite vast, such as focusing on resources on how to tap into the job market, meeting with industry leaders and policymakers, having your voice and your concerns heard, also networking and connecting with various other people in different industries and key industries that affect your well-being. Well, as Tanatiwa had mentioned below before, in the long run, we are curating resources and information packs that are tailored for youths that are in the business looking for jobs on how best to utilize the Afkafta movement. And we're digesting that, removing the complicated technology from the information packs that are available to make it into easy language, easy steps that then be transcribed into simplified and codified English and local languages that are within our regions to make it easier for youth to tap into the opportunities that are available. Then moving on to how people can join the Global Shapers. So we do have a call for application that goes out every year. We usually have that in the second quarter of the year, we have a call for applications. Please do look out for it, apply, apply, we have various, various, let me repeat this. We have various, <laughs> we have various roles that are open. everyone, whether you're into media, you're into agriculture, you're into trade, anything that you can think of. Yeah, okay, maybe you should just share a bit of what the global shippers, what you people do, so it gives them a, a better a perspective. Yes, a lot of people will know, maybe for some that don't know what the global shippers is about, just a bit of what it is about and what you people do, so it, um, they then take that decision and put you on the lookout for openings when they, when that opens um, in the end. Right, sure. So Global Shapers is the branch of the World Economic Forum that is has a hub 
in almost all the current cities that are there. So within each hub, you curate the projects that are affecting your community. You address the challenges, then you have projects that are solving those challenges. An example is one of the challenges that we're facing in the Harare hub or as Harare in the region is the ability to access to information that is affecting the youth in key decision and accessing finance. So in that, to counter that, there is a project called Umkana that is curating and creating information packs on accessing opportunities through financing, travel, grants that are available for the youth in business and also the youth in the job market. Another also project that's been run for locally Harare is the agripreneur where we're focusing on creating awareness on how young agriculture enthusiasts can be able to mitigate climate change and improve their farming habits and tactics through awareness, media awareness and campaigns. We also have a mental health desk or mental health project that is also assisting youth and other people in need on the mental space and how to handle the pressures that come with being a young person in this day and age. So these are just some of the projects that are within the Harare Hub, but you also have the Lawaya Hub, Tare Hub, and they also have their own specific projects that they're running. So we identify problems within our community and we do run projects to be able to solve that. Thank you very much for that. So there you have it. If you're interested, I'm sure you can always find, reach out to them and get to know. So you're also there. You also get to know when the applications open. So um, I'm going to move on to Panashina. Can you just share with us what the One Africa Global Shippers hopes, what are your hopes for the future of AFCFT and in respect to young people in Africa? So that, this question is for Panashina. Thank you. So, what do you expect? Uh, what are you looking at in respect of the young young people on AFCFT? What do you, what are you looking at in the future? Thank you. Okay. Uh, thank thank you very much uh, for the question. Uh, in general, the global shepherds community believes in a world in which young people are at the heart of solution building, policy making, and lasting change. So, as the one Africa, we are hoping. Uh, to have um, a community in which people are aware of their available opportunities, available resources, and how they can access them. So it's one thing to to know about what a FCFTA is, and another thing to know how to utilize, you know, and also to create opportunities that comes along with it. So like what Chapazo said, that it's all about getting the youth voices here. So through our awareness and, tra- and training um, and also our campaigns, we are hoping uh, to reach uh, the young people and educate them on how they can utilize the opportunities that are around. So it's more uh, a work in progress vision, starting by, you know, we just want to start by making people, you know, realize what they can achieve through this, you know, uh, agreement. So basically, that's what we are hoping to think. Thank you. Thank you for that. And finally, I'm going to move on to Tanessa. You must admit, yes, we can say, we're going to say these opportunities, but of course, the policymakers, 
they are the ones that we still need. Just like you had mentioned earlier, we need to. How can youth get involved? Voice out, share recommendations, share our opinion, our needs, and all. So, to various platforms. So, I'm going to be getting the, the Sanazwa to share any advice that he has for policymakers in respect of the youth. And that's a wrap of the interview. So, thank you, Sanazwa, so the advice for policymakers. Okay, uh, the thing is, so. Um, like what I mentioned, um, that the, the the youth really need to be to be heard, and uh, the only option that uh, we have uh, for now is that the policymakers must understand, listen to, and involve us young people in the policy making process of the AFCFTI. Each and every country is expected to create a national implementation plan. Let the young people be at the center of this. Let them listen to what we are saying as a young people. They need to recognize us as key stakeholders. We have valuable insights, perspectives, experiences, and aspirations that can inform and improve the design implementation, monitoring and evaluation of the AFCFTA policies and programs. The policymakers must also commit to address the barriers and challenges that prevent us young people from accessing and benefit from uh, the African continent of free trade area opportunities. They must provide adequate support and protection for us young people who may face the difficulties or risks due to the AFCFTA. Because the AFCFTA is not is not an easy road. You have to understand that. And our policymakers must understand that there are young people, there are small and medium enterprises that are going to face huge losses, huge problems that are going to be disadvantaged because the markets may be flooded. So they must be ready to address those problems. And they must ensure that no one is left behind by the AFCFTA. Because what I know is that the AFCFTA can either create opportunities or increase inequalities in the community. So they must make sure that they look into that and make sure that they are ready to address the potential problems and inequalities that are going to be created by the AFCFTA. They must also invest in development and empowerment of us young people through education, through awareness, through capacity building. And they must make sure that the education is of good quality and uh, and young people must be trained to enhance our skills and competencies. The government must also, or the policymakers rather, must also provide access to finance, infrastructure, technology, um, um, of course, information, mentorships, as well as uh, networks of us young people who want to start and grow our businesses. And there must also be what we call, um, what is this, um, social uh, protection, health services, um, 
for young people because you know when when you get to the border there are many problems that we face at the border and so forth and there are no equipment or infrastructure uh, to, to make sure that the young people women and everyone uh, can actually access uh, health services at the border so imagine i spend two hours three hours at the border and i'm feeling dizzy i can't even find the medicine except to go to the nearest town uh, and so forth because there is no infrastructure for that. so i think those are some of the things that really need to be uh to be addressed of course um local like um the government like for example the government of zimbabwe must also ensure that it ratifies the approach on the freedom of movement it is something that has not been ratified in zimbabwe and um, people can't move goods and services across the continent if they can move freely imagine i want to go to egypt um um this november and there is a process of visa applications and we are going to the intra-african trade fair and they are promoting intra-african trade but i have to get a visa to get to that country and it is it is in africa so imagine these bureaucratic uh, pathologies uh, that are there that we that we are facing as a young people yet we are saying we are committed to the intra-african trade I think those are some of the things that these policymakers must make sure that they promote. We need the single aviation and air transport market across Africa. Do you know that it is very difficult to get to um to an island country? For example, if someone from Comoros want to come to South Africa, they have to go via Tanzania, Ethiopia, and then come to South Africa. So they are coming from Southern Africa. They go to East Africa and then they go to Southern Africa again. Those those disconnections must be created, must be must be must be must be solved by the policymakers, so that us as a young people we benefit and we access the wider market that they are promising us that is there. Because if they do not do that, it means we are going to continue to be. Um, marginalized of course they must also look at us as young people in informal cross border trade or the so called informal cross border trade uh, which actually dominates the indo african trade and it is not respected it is not recognized it does not yet policies that protect it. the afcfta the policy makers must make sure that they protect us as informal traders because that is the normal trade that we have in africa because if we have over 70% of informal cross border traders it clearly shows that um that is the trade that we have in africa so we must make thank sure that you. we recognize it thank you so much Tanata. so there we have it for policy makers from involving young people recognizing young people as key stakeholders involving them at the center of implementation plans and addressing various challenges and barriers from infrastructure to free movement and then just ensuring typically that no one is left behind even those involved in cross-border trade Thank you, thank you so much to Tanatsua, to Panashi, and to Fatsua. I'm sure you must admit this is really put out a lot of information out there for you. So, uh, for anyone out there, whether it's for you or women, if you want, please get involved in the AFCFT. There are a lot of um, there, there are 
the various initiatives being used to, uh, to advocate, to advise, to educate people about the AFCFT and I'm sure this is one of such and I'm sure the youth in Zimbabwe and in Africa generally they are going to listen to this, they are going to gain value and they begin to take steps and we hope that you begin to take steps in respect of the AFCFT and also you can also listen to various um, episodes of this podcast i have um, previous episodes in respect of the afcs addressing different issues concerning the afc they have been putting out there um, talking about the various protocols and sharing latest updates and developments of the afcmta so this is where we are going to end it for today and i really want to appreciate my guest on the podcast today and also appreciate the fact that they want to use that this episode as part of their AFCFT Awareness Week, the Trading Without Borders podcast is uh, is good and it, uh, Trading Without Borders podcast is where well we hope our policymakers also listen to it as well. And we hope that with this there are different um, opportunities and awareness that we can get defend but we can unlock the benefits uh, uh, excuse me we can unlock the benefits of the AFCFT. so without what i'll just say thank you very much for everyone that's been listening and we hope that maybe in future again if they have any other information for the youth in zimbabwe or for youth in africa maybe they can share through the podcast and until the next episode i say to you all bye-bye <laughs>